The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. This could be the beginning of the end here. Oh, big shot there. Do it. Alexander King Romanov. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. <laughs> Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Matt and I today are going to be joined by Alexander uh, Romanov fighting in the co-main against Alexander Volkov of uh, Marab Pyotr Jan, the main event. And then Steve Howie, actor from Shameless and True Lies, will also be joining us and apparently a big MMA fan, which is always nice. Now, Matt, you wanted to start with something um, and being that you are um we will call you the prediction kid um i don't think that'll stick because one i'm not a kid well you know yeah. two and two i don't always pick them correctly um but damn did i do that over the weekend Sorry. you did yes I'm, I'm not i'm not like you said the other day i can be a very poor winner sure <laughs> jimmy listen i like that we know we got you know what we got after that pick? What? Recognition. Yes. I, I started when I said recognition. That's okay. Recognition. Recognition. Yes. We got a uh, Jimmy. I can't stop staring at my shirt. I do look Jimmy. You I do look that. good. Yeah. Uh, listen, Jimmy. <laughs> You're not very vain. But listen to me. I would wear this shirt more often because it's very snug. You see this shirt? Sure. Of course. It's pink. Who could blame you? Well, it's, uh, it's pink. The, the, the Sarah Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, the Sarah on the... Yeah. The if I have a jacket on, like on the New York City subway, and I have a jacket on, I see like some some bad hijinks, literally, literally ready, I rip open the jacket, you see the Sarah, like look like a superhero. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be starting to run. I don't run great, so I'll do like a brisk walk. Yeah. And I do that, and you see the jacket open up, like almost like Superman, when he looks down the alleys, and all of a sudden he fucking... Anyway, the point is this. I would wear this shirt more often, but do you see when I raise my arms? You can't really see right now, because I just put it on. Are you pitting out? It will get very sweaty in this shirt. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. again, you run hot, Matt. I do run hot. But yes, Jimmy, I did do um, some weights this morning after my after my teaching, after I taught like, 30 people. Okay. I had to defend himself. Oh, you didn't ask why I look so small? No, I mean, I assumed you'd, you'd train every day. All right. Now, back to what we were just talking about. Why? Sorry. I, yes. My, my, my brain works. Dana. This yes. is very 
you know I'm going to be shooting a show of Dana White looking for a fight soon with him. Yes. And I don't know who brought it to his attention. My my um, correct pick of the John Jones fight versus Zero That's Gotti. right. But he put that on his Instagram. Yes, he did. And he goes, oh, I love picking the fights with a couple of my buddies. He mentions me and Mr. Thomas. But anyway, Dana gave a nice shout out. He to did, this, yes. To this podcast. Yes. And, uh, and to basically me in general. Yes, to you in general. But but you look, it was a, well, I don't know. I'm, I don't take that personally. It was a great pick. You made a really, really, it was a, a ballsy pick and it was very specific. Jones by decision, even if he had won by decision, uh, Cyril by decision, who gives a shit? Got, throw him down and choke him in the first round is a, a tremendously uh, specific thing to say. It's like saying leg kicks in the third. You were right. He threw him down and strangled him, like you said. And I don't think anybody else picked. Other guys said, yeah, I think he can grab him by the neck. But you said first round sub. Yeah, and we said it. We we stuck with it. And now we get the praise. You stuck with it. It was your pick. I literally thought Jones by decision. And then just so we had different picks, I took Cyril by third round. I couldn't have been wronger. Well, listen, I don't know if wronger is the, the in this situation. It is, but it is. But listen, the point, the point is this. My wrongness was staggering. By you being wrong makes me look that much better. So what I want to say is it's a team effort here. What do we got going on? Today? Jimmy, I don't know. Jimmy, yes. I'm silly. Tell me something. Sure. Did I miss my shot at seeing you live in Long Island? Are you ever going to, are you going to be ever at Governor's? Are you going to ever be back here? Or you just Eventually, yeah, but it was a great night. It was sold oh. out. It was a fun show. I, I was never- very happy. I'll be, uh, you know when you can come see me? May 20th, I'll be in New Jersey on a Saturday night in a nice theater in Montclair. Ah, come on. You make a day trip. You take the wife and the kids to Montclair, New Jersey for the day. You guys do a little Jersey, whatever you do in Jersey. Yeah, I mean, why don't I just do a... Uh, They'd love it. But why don't I just do a um, a trip into the city? You see, you the fat black pussy cat. Pussy top, I'm doing that tonight. So if you hop on the train after this, we can meet at 6 o'clock, have a coffee, and I'll go do my set at 7. You see, the thing is this. Yes. I have... Uh, I got... Tomorrow, I am going to, 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 to reunite. To That's right. The whole team of, of Sarah Longo. You know what I mean? Las Vegas. Yes, Sarah. They know Longo's coming right after that. What time is your flight tomorrow? Uh, like like before, around noon, a little bit. Oh, before. okay. Yeah. So I get I, I touch down in in, uh, in Vegas around three. That's you great. I mean? Yeah, man. Hey, dude, listen, man. Time to spread some love. We're going to war. We are go. We are going to. We're standing behind our guy. Yep. And we're we're meeting that other guy. We're gonna meet them down at that flagpole. And I got my money on our guy. Yeah, I do too. Going. You know what's funny? I saw on one of the uh, the uh, the posts on the um, the MMA news. uh, It was Marab approaching Peter Yard and being like, "Yo, yo." In other words. They're not like to get more exposure. Let's do an interview with each other. Let's sit down with each other, ask questions. And Petey Hans like, no, nah, no, nah, let's we'll talk after the fight. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, come on. <laughs> but Marab's so funny. He's like, no, no, it'd be good. It'll be good exposure or whatever. The guy's just kind of like politely getting him out, getting out of there. 
he wants nothing to do with him, you know? Before. Yeah, guys are before a fight, guys have different head spaces, I guess. Some guys don't are, are okay with like talking, like uh, and some guys like just want nothing to do with it and just afterwards like we can it. I like it. It shows you where Marab's head's at. Yeah. Yeah. You know? He doesn't Marab's seem nervous. Good. That's not the that's not what a nervous guy does. Um, that's a guy who's confident. That seems like a confident thing. Everybody has nerves. It's what you do with them. George St. Pierre was one of the most nervous guys in the back backstage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then look how he performs. Sure. You know? Shit. Okay. You know? Wish he didn't perform like that on fucking UFC 83, but hey. Honestly, yeah, that was the bad night to, for him to perform that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish it didn't work out like that. But uh, Jimmy... That's neither here nor there. We got a we got a card to talk about, but I don't know how much detail we're talking about it because I'm going to be there, so I'm going to see all these people. Yes, you will. They're going to be like, "Hey, fuck face, hey Notre Dame I, I hope you're not picking great this week, because you know. Well, I mean, you still pick good fights. No, but my point is, if I pick against some of these guys, oh, yeah. you have to see them. Yeah, but listen, I don't give that much of a fuck. <laughs> to be honest, I'll do it. Yeah. Hey, wait. We got Steve Howie coming in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's an actor. He does, did we talk about that yet? Um, no, no. He, he was he, on uh, Shameless, great show with uh, William H Macy. Yeah, and that show had like eleven seasons, and that's that's insane. That's got to be almost up there with how many shows had more than ten seasons? I wanted. To, we're gonna well, do a research after this of how many. It's it's it's. Um... You know, MASH had 11 seasons. Seinfeld might have had uh, 11. But a lot of the seasons now are different on cable. They're not like necessarily like it used to be a full year or whatever, like a season. But now they'll have like 18 seasons and it's been on for four years. So I don't know how many years Shameless was on for. And in now, his marriage will be a computer console. What? Oh, shit. And, and you know he start, You saw that movie True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day with Jamie Lee Curtis, when he's yeah. like, uh, he like has like a double life where he's like, uh, he's like a computer cons uh, consultant. Yes. And then, and he like really is a secret uh, spy. Yep. Well, he's yeah, gonna be Tom Arnold. Yeah, Tom Arnold. Well, he's gonna be in that. Oh, the show. Yeah, and I wish they would have said this already. Last, his last name sounds like Maui, not Howie. Howie. No, Maui with an H. Oh, duh, I'm sorry. Howie. That's correct. Yeah, Maui with an H. Well, who, I who wouldn't I, say? I, who I would say it Howie? Like, why would they say that? Who didn't know it was Howie? Nah, of course it would be Howie. And that wasn't a good idea. And I know you're a comedian. I know you're very witty, but that's that's not a great way to bring him in. Like you said earlier, do you remember what? when you go? We'll start off by saying, "Hey, Steve, how we doing?" I thought that's a great way to bring him in. How we doing? And then it'll say, how we all you playing with my name, right? Yeah. Wow, Jimmy. I would. <laughs> it must be rough doing your gig because I don't think I would do well. I think that's a fucking hard gig, making people laugh. I got Sometimes. Those, you're just a hard guy to make laugh. I think my, maybe my students just laugh at my shit because... They're my students. <laughs> nah. you know no, I mean? it's, it's different when you're in the room, too. It's always a more fun energy in the room. It's true, Jimmy. But I, I do like doing this remotely. Yeah, oh. I do, too. I do, too, for the it's, – it's easier. Like, I can do other stuff, get ready for I – I, mean, I have a set tonight, so I can go over jokes. I can watch old video. 
and then just pop on and do a little research, look at some Romanov and some, uh, uh, you know, uh, Steve Howey information, some Alexander Volkov information, and then we're ready to go. Now, let's look at the. I'm going to just take a look at this. The card is good. Co-main's interesting. That, that that's a very apex? interesting co-main, too. That What's that? Apex? Is that the Apex? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Let's make sure. Does it say it here? And uh, Ryan Spann and Nikita Krylov oh, have rescheduled. Oh, I just said I said that over you. You're gonna have to say that again. But I read. I'm reading here. Not at the apex. Oh, it's not. Okay. Where hold is on. it? What the fuck? I is would it? have thought the apex too. We want to know where it is. The theater at Virgin Hotel. Oh, there you go. Okay. I did not know that. Wow. Oh, all right. It's over there at your hotel. Um. Listen. Get out of Virgin. Jimmy. No, I wish. I was silly. The only thing, if we were in person, I'm not a virgin in any hole. I, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Jimmy. It hurts, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, you know, fingers. Um, <laughs> oh, gross. Jimmy, I can't wait yes. to see Ray Longo this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Tell him I said hello. He's on with us Monday, by the way. Is he really? Yeah. Well, I think I might have too much with him if we have a Monday. Maybe we'll change that tonight. They'll follow. No, I'm only kidding. We'll have some, I'm sure we'll have good adventures and good stories. Uh, who's like, so this guy, um, Alexandra Romanov, is uh, fighting, like you said, Alexander Volkov. And uh, yes, that's the co main. It is, yeah. He's number eight. Uh, Volkov is 18. Romanov is 14. So this is a huge fight. Um, I mean, Romanov is hard to beat. I know he lost that uh, majority decision, uh, his last fight to uh, uh, Serkinov, I think, is who he lost to. I mean, let me get back there. No, wait, no, no, no. It was not. It was. Why don't I just look? Why am I guessing? Oh, it's Tybor, Martin, Martin Tybor. Um, his, nickname is, his nickname is King Kong. Yeah, I'd like to know why. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if we had uh, Alexander Volkov on, I would tell, I'd give him a line to say to him. What would, you, what would that be? I would say, Yo, you know, do, when you do these interviews, just I want you to say one thing and say it over and over again. Wow. What? what? King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Oh. Yeah, I hated that. Uh, I, I didn't hate that movie. But I didn't like it. That was a silly. That was a silly line. It was a silly monologue. Like a cop is going to be giving that dumb monologue to a bunch of people. Training day. Training day. Average at best, Matt. It was average. You didn't like Training Day. They gave him the Oscar for it, but it was such shit. They should have given it to him for Malcolm X or even Hurricane. That was such shit. Um, his his acting was very good, but I just like oh, I didn't I didn't care about him yelling at all the fucking bad people. I, I thought it was intriguing because I liked how um, Ethan Hawke wanted to be. <clears throat> he just wanted to be you know he got set up from the get go, man. It's almost I don't like remember you want to be with me. You want to be a cool. Oh, you really want to be with me, man? You want to pass this test? Time yeah. to get wet. I had him smoke some. Angel dust, whatever. Yeah, I mean, no cop would do that the first week. Even really dirty cops. And I know because I've interviewed a really dirty cop, and they, they just, it's not how it works. Really? There? All right, there, Donnie Brasco. Calm down. Listen, yeah, it's, I, I want realism. Thing. You know, you want the real, <laughs> you want the realism. 
That yeah, but he was the acting was good. I do like. I know that line. King Kong has got nothing on me. Yeah. By the way, Steve Howie. We should bring in Steve Howie. Oh, he's, he's in the waiting room. Yes. Get him in here, man. Let's find out about him. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy-six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. How you doing, man? How are you, Steve? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, buddy, we were just talking before you came in, just about seasons and I was shameless. I think you're on all 11, right? Yeah. How many years did that shoot over? Because seasons used to be like one a year, but I think now they kind of structure it a little different. Well, now, yeah, that that we were like one of the last that that was like normal. But now they're shooting shows so fast. Two two episodes at the same time, even. Even our show was seven days. Shameless was 11 years, though, 11 seasons. 11 oh, it really years. was. Okay. Yeah. Exteriors, Chicago, interiors were at Warner Brothers and Burbank. I, hey, I, go ahead. Can I just say I'm a big fan? Uh, it's cool to talk to you guys. Uh, Thank you. You know, also, Matt, I love your videos of you, like, uh, uh, you, you pin that one dude down in Vegas. Oh, you yeah. One guy giving you crap at whatever amusement park. Oh, yeah, yeah. The show I do with Dana White, too. Dana White looking for a fight. Thanks, man. Oh, I, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I do. Oh, that's, that's so awesome, man. And are you a fan of MMA in general? Do you watch any fights? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, the last uh, John Jones fight was uh, you predicted it. I saw that yeah, yeah. first round sub. Um, Jimmy won't shut up about me predicting. I got Jimmy. It back. was a it was a big one. I Stop mean, because it was so specific. No. Strangle him in the first. Crazy. It was a great one. Yeah, Jimmy, I'm a jujitsu guy. But yeah. uh, go ahead. No, it's just I. You know, I am a fan. I kind of my fandom kind of like uh, you know subsided. I'm more of the old school back. You know, I was a fan of watching Pride and then. Nice. The old UFC days when it was just like, you know, that one fat dude. And then, the, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the sumo fighting. Uh, sumo guy, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it used to be a spectacle. You yeah. Know, but then, probably, probably what, like what, what, what was the years of uh, Chuck and, uh, you know, and uh, Randy? 2001 uh, to like, you know, seven or eight, right? Yeah. 15 years there. ago. It's crazy. Yeah, it's back in my day. <laughs> I think the first time I, I think I interviewed Chuck for the first time in 2007. I think that was the first time I, you know, uh, it was like him and then like Rampage was the weekend. Like it was, it was, that yeah, was the yeah. era. Yeah. Randy, yeah, I said Randy Couture. Um, yeah. And you train yourself? Times are different. I mean, sure, I'll hit a bag, but no, I've trained at uh, Muay Thai at Sakeson Gym. He's a really good coach up there. Um, 
You know uh, Joe Schilling? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Joe's a good dude. Right? Great dude. He he yeah. trained me. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can't stop crazy. He's the best. There's that video of him knocking out that knucklehead in the uh... – yeah, in a bar. But when Great. you look at that, and Jimmy, you've seen that video. I have seen that. Yeah, uh, that is that is that is that where he walks by the guy and the guy bumps him, and you can just see he's just no, happy. No, he to... flinches at him. He like he like gives him. Yeah, a... yeah, like they bumped, and then the guy was like, the guy was just one of those jerk offs in a bar, and then he kind of like flinched and just got fucked up." You don't do that. No. But that, so that, that guy looked the part. Like if you didn't know anything, you look at that, you can say, "All right, I just I will." I'll bet the house that guy is 100% a jerk off. You could just see his act. Yeah, you could see it. Yeah. You're like, oh, man. So that was kind of of satisfying, you know, even though I don't like violence. That was really good by Joe Schilling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. Did he get in trouble for that or no? Yeah, he tried to sue him or something like that. Oh, okay. It's like it was self-defense and don't do that. You know? Yeah, don't flinch at a guy in a bar. Don't don't be a tough or read the room better and like make a better decision on who you should flinch against. And when you see a guy coming at you with that energy, how do yeah. you not understand? Maybe he was just drunk and didn't get it, but how do you not know this is gonna be a problem? Yeah. I, I always say that the ones who are like the aggressor, they're they're gonna get dropped first. They're they don't have good karma on their side, no you know. But it's yeah. the ones you got to watch out. Like I was at a place where this bouncer and these guys were getting into it. And all of a sudden this guy just came in the middle and was like, let's uh, peace. And I was like, oh, he's dangerous. He's getting in the middle of this, these huge bouncers and these like big ass dudes. And he was just like, if it happens, I want to be in the middle of it. Yeah. Peacemakers are the ones who are the most dangerous in, in my experience. Well, you look at uh, there was a time too. I forget what years ago it happened, but there was a bar, some kind of a confrontation with Alistair Overeem, and six bouncers got hurt. So, can you imagine having to fucking try to deal with an angry Alistair Overeem in a bar? I mean, that's not an easy job. No, no. Well, you know, I peace to all the bouncers, and they have to deal with a lot. But you know, they- and you, you also, uh, you talk about this eleven seasons. What is it like? when a show ends where because you i mean i've been on much a shorter project and it's still weird when you say goodbye to everybody at the end of one or two seasons what is that like after 11 seasons when you've you've spent you know over a decade together and yeah. then how when that ends what is that like when that comes to an end um it's it's bittersweet but it's you know it's it's uh you accomplish something i mean just to put it in perspective the kids um, Emma and Ethan were nine years old when you started the show. When we left, they were in their twenties. Yeah, and you know what I mean. They were yeah, they were children, and then into adults with their own life and by you know getting places and doing things, and they've done really well. But the good thing about it, though, Jim, is that we're still in communication. I still talk to Shanola. She's got a show she's doing in Atlanta for NBC. I talked to Jeremy. Jeremy Allen White's killing it. He's winning all these awards for The Bear. I don't know if you've seen that show. Great show. I'm seeing it. Yes, Chef. It's uh, it's called The Bear. Um, he's fantastic in it. Yeah, he he just won a Golden Globe and a SAG Award for Best Actor. So, oh, that, nice. That, that's not the Cocaine Bear. That no, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what I've been hearing about. Yeah, I want to see that though. I want to see that one too. But yeah, but uh, it, it was it was bittersweet because we we did something that was really special that probably we'll never do in our careers again. But you know, John Wells, the genius behind that show, um, he casted just this group that just got along and became family. So it was really smart in casting that way. 
How, how, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Is it, is it unusual to have a, a show last 11 seasons? I mean, that talk about job security. When did you, wow. how soon after each season did you know, all right, we're cool for another year or, or is it like every year you're like, Oh fuck. I hope this, this, this train keeps going along. Like, I mean, I always like to know about that. Like, cause that's, yeah. a, that's a long time. man. It's not like you knew, Hey man, I got the next decade taken care of. No, so yeah. For your job, job security. How did you feel with that? How did that process work? Well, you know, just so speaking from my experience as an actor, even if you know, the show's coming back, you have to like act like it's not. You, right. you have to live right. below your means to a certain degree. Different actors have different lifestyles depending on their success. For this, for Shameless, even though we we knew it was coming back, it was still like, yeah, you felt good, but it was like, eh, you, you never know. Because actors have had their, the rug pulled out from underneath them. They have the job. They sign the papers. They get ready. And then boom, they get, you know what I mean? There's actors that have been cast and then they shoot half a movie or half and then they get recast. Apocalypse Now. They had somebody, I want to say it was Kaitel instead of Martin Sheen. And in um Back uh, to the Future. Back to the Back Future. Back to the Future, future. yes. It was Eric um Eric Stoltz. Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Stoltz, that's right. And they shot a lot of it. You see a lot of yes. scenes. You see pictures of that. Yeah. And that's crazy. That that and that and, and that's funny about that one with Eric Schultz. Because he, he was in some movies. He, he did something with himself. He's in but, mask, I think, right? What, was he in mask yeah, or no? What a bloat is. Was, he, he must have been like, yo, I'm in the Steven, I'm in the Robinson Meccas, back to the, this is going to be you, yeah. guy from Taxis in it, holy shit, and then all of a sudden, nope, damn. That happened with um, um, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was in that role too, and he got recast. Eric Stoltz. Again, no! really? They casted him with, uh Yeah. That's wrong. Who did he That's play? Wrong. Was he? Did he play? Was it Modine's role that he was supposed to yes. play? Wow. So what is it like? Is it like because he's a good actor? Um, is it that know. he's a better auditioner? No. no, it's just that sometimes, you know, you know that that's just a lot of it. Luck is that the actor brings who they are. They do with it whatever they do. That role is specific to the actor. There's you know so. <sighs> there's certain roles that um, certain actors can play, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as, it wouldn't be heightened or the best version of that. If another actor, because of, of their personality, do you know what I mean? Like yes, smarter people I, than me are, are figure this stuff out, but there's some stuff that uh, I wouldn't want to play as an actor. Like I think you can play everything, blah, 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 but no, there's some stuff. No, I don't want to do that. I, let somebody else do that. I don't even want to get near that. I've only like, seen it. Okay. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was, I was going to say, I've only seen it one time happen where they replace somebody after like rehearsals and stuff. And they, there was just a choice he was making that I think that they didn't like, or one of the show leads didn't like. And then I came in to actually shoot and it was a different actor. Uh, I was oh, like, what happened to me? When you me. got replaced? Oh, this, I was doing a show. I came as a guest star. My first bit of dialogue, my first line it was a it was a big long table of the cast and we were facing the studio and network and producers and my first line everybody looked down 
and was like, what the, you know, and I was just, I finished it. I felt all their looks. And then I went to my next line and they all looked at me and they were all just like, oh, Oh no! Were well, you new or was guy. it? Oh, no. I was a guest star. I just came on, and uh, it was. I was like, "Oh, I'm gone!" Like I, I just got fired. And then, sure enough, that day I left Table Read, and the my manager called me and was like, "Yeah, it's not going to work out." And I was like, "Yeah, I got that." Let me ask you what what was the Do you remember what the first line was and what what do you think you did that they because if they all looked, they must have had a different. Were you just lousy that day? Like we all are sometimes, or was it just like this? No, you were miscast. Miscast. It, it, it was a love interest for the lead woman. And if I remember, she was British. And I'm just this like, you know, big headed Iowa looking white guy that was not, I don't think, up to her elegance level. Uh, she, she had way more, you know. I'm just, you know, I was like a big dope going in there and doing, like, hey, how are you? And, he, and she was like, oh, dear, he is atrocious. Um, so they hired probably somebody like, you know, Fufu. I don't know. Do you know, I never do table reads for that reason. I did them when I was on a series, but I, I had a, a guest, like, like a, an occasional role on a show, and I would always... I, I didn't have to be at the table reads because I do radio in the morning and I, even when I could make them, I'm like, yeah, I'm recording. I blew off every table read because I know I'll get fired. So I'm yeah. like, I'm so paranoid about that. Unless I, it's mandatory, I won't do them. Yeah, well, there's not a lot of them now. It's all Zoom. and That's right. All yeah. that stuff now. You, you know, I want to talk about your new project yeah. uh, that yes, you're, you're going to be doing. And it's uh, True Lies and it's based on it's basically like almost like a, it's a reboot of like um but a series of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie yeah lies of the same name where it's a regular like average guy but he lives like a, de- a double life of a secret agent I you know I watch a lot of old movies with my kids my girls are uh uh 14 11 and nine so I like to go I watch old movies not old but you know like like the burbs or some Schwarzenegger movies I'm gonna put in true lies for them because that wasn't that was a fun movie it really it was, was. A, it was a fun movie that you got to remember there is that Jamie Lee Curtis uh lingerie dance scene so oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let them look away and I'll save that for me and yeah, miss- yeah. And, and I believe that wasn't even her I believe that was a body double was it? Uh, yes I believe it was who was married to somebody I know yeah that oh, amazing so that, was, that was her in trading places Oh yeah, she looked great, but I mean, in that particular scene, it was okay, somebody else. Right. I think you're she's right. still beautiful, even to this yeah. day. Incredible, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, we're we awesome. did the uh, we're doing the TV version of this hit mega blockbuster True Lies with yeah with like one of the greatest action stars in cinematic history. Just you know, and just like you know, filling his shoes as yeah. you do. <laughs> no big deal. Um, not as buff, a little taller. You know, are you in the lead? Yeah, yeah. Wow. In that Harry Tasker role, um, Ginger Gonzaga is play, playing the Helen Tasker role. Uh, the pilot aired last Wednesday. We have a new episode tonight on Wednesday, oh. episode two. And yeah, we did it. We did a show. We did the. Yeah. Uh, and so now the difference from the movie to the TV show is Helen now knows about it, and she's right. part of the missions. Okay. So now we're just lying to the kids. Okay, oh, but okay, cool. that was one of the big things was that she didn't know. Her knowing probably makes it a little bit a little bit easier because you, you can. That's a whole big plot no, that you don't have to deal it with. It was so much. I think Harry Tasker loved the fact that he had this 
other identity and that he was he, he could come he could mm. compartmentalize this life he could be a international spy and been lying to his wife for 17 years right go home have a life be a dad and then go off and then go to belarus and go like assassinate somebody you know what i mean and then come back and then go to sleep put your head on the table there are people who do this and then i think his wife finding out and now she has to be part of the missions part of omega sector to do these operations for the safety of the family it ruins everything he's got to like now you know what i mean now he has the misses to come along and so that's what you see like we that's like some of the humor that you see is that the little you know a bickering of a husband and wife right before an op <laughs> is it like silly too is it funny or is it more serious tone like a, a 24 show or is it more he, what is it the original yeah. had some comedy too it was yes yeah, it, it's it's all the above. It's it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of silly. It is serious when we're doing the missions. Um, we have some levity in it. We have some really good actors in it. Um, Omar Miller is amazing. I don't know if you know that actor. He was in Ballers. He was in uh, Eight Mile, the Eminem movie. He was in uh, Love CSI it. Miami. Um, uh, he's amazing. But yeah, we have all that. We have the romance. We have a little bit. We tried to make it sillier. But we kept, you know, we we have a little bit of that procedural um, mission driven yeah, kind of right. drama. So we have that too. But we tried to make it our own. You know, we were like, we knew it was like, look, we're, we cannot recreate what they did in the movie. But what's really cool about it from the movie, we get the great Tom Arnold in uh, an episode coming up. That's great. I love Tom yeah. Arnold. Yeah, he's the best. And he was so funny and he was so game. And uh, he punches me, I punch him, and I flip him. I do a hip toss. And so that's fun. Uh, I always thought he was funny. I always he's did. a very funny guy and a really interesting. If you talk, he's a great talker, Tom Arnold. Yeah. So if you, if you like, he's always got good stories. He's very, yeah. very interesting. He seems almost painfully honest. Um, yeah, he's, I love Tom Arnold. Was yeah, he a comedian when he met Roseanne? Yeah. Oh, he was uh -huh. a comic? No. I don't know if he started as a stand-up or he was just acting and then did stand-up or if writer. he did it before, I don't know. Yeah. Was it was he a writer? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't that. remember. And then they hooked up and then yeah. And then so that movie, True Lies, that was like I think he stole the movie. I mean, to have, you know, yeah. a was huge great, mega blockbuster movie like that, and also to have your best performance. So yeah. he was really gracious. He was a little bit, he told me at the end, he was like, you know, I was a little bit nervous coming into this because I didn't know who you guys were or what you were doing because that movie was is so important to me. He goes, but you have something cool here. So best of luck. And that's great. I was like, oh, dude, come back, please. He was so great. And so it's yeah. every Wednesday night. Um, what time does it air? Because I, I should probably know that, but I'm not professional. What's that? All right. It, what is it? Nine, nine central, 10 Pacific. So what is yeah, no, it couldn't be ten Pacific because that'd be like, oh, maybe it's different. Yeah, it is. So that's, that, oh, okay, so that's one. It's obviously not airing at the same time on the East Coast. No, that'd be one a.m. Okay, ten o'clock. Yeah, no, no, it can't be at the same time. But no, that everything plays earlier. Um, in the East Coast, it's after Survivor on Wednesdays. Well, maybe that's what you got to look at. I mean, I'm going to get in trouble because I don't know the time. No, 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 <laughs> you shouldn't get in trouble. I, as somebody interviewing you. 
I should know that, and I didn't ask. And there's a reason. Tell them Jim admits that Jim is an asshole and and did not find out the proper information to plug this show. It is completely my fault. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, here's the information I do have: it's the CD, uh, CBS, of course, the True Lies, the adaptation, um, and it debuted March the first, which I knew. And uh, there we are, 10 o'clock, 9 central. Okay, so it is 10 p.m., I guess, everywhere. And that's a good time, too, because I think you could probably get away with a little bit more at 10 o'clock than you can at 8 p.m. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're uh, CBS has been great. Um, and 20th Century Fox, Disney have been uh, uh, really wonderful. Um, I'm looking forward to keep doing this just so we can find uh, like a niche because our whole thing was, because like you guys, you know, look, we're at a certain age and um, these kids don't know how good television was and how movies and movie theaters were. But for, for television purposes, I wanted to do like a TV romancing the stone or a TV. Remember Moonlighting? Remember sure. Bruce Willis. Heart? Yes. Remember uh, Remington Steel? Of course. You know, Cannon. Don't yes. get me started. Fucking Quincy. This is these are the kind of shows with that male female lead of like what we were trying to go for and like what we're trying to do is to have the levity, have some romance, have some drama, have some action of some, you know, some butt kicking. And I've always wanted to get something that was where I could shoot the gun, punch the guy, kiss the girl and crack the joke. And and so I think. Yeah. Let me add also it's on on Paramount Plus. I saw. Yes, you could. Only because I want to add that because I'm a student. I'm a streamer, man. I've yeah, been watching. That's how I watch things now, and and uh, I've been watching those. I've been watching the prequel to uh, both of them uh, of uh, Yellowstone. I watched that on the mm-hmm. Paramount Plus. So I'm all about the the streaming services. So thank you for that note because I'm I, that's where I'm going to be watching it for sure. Yeah, man. Thank you. And you know, I think even too, I think TV, even regular network TV has gotten better because. What happens is they realize that, again, there's all these streaming services. There's like the writing on TV has gotten so much more competitive. Like we can't do what might have worked on network television in 1977 because people have FX. They have HBO. They have all these. Right. So I think network television has gotten a, a lot a lot more. They, they, they a lot more dangerous content or things that would typically have not have been seen on network television so a show on network television a lot of times is really a lot better than it would have been 25 years ago i think they get away with a lot more now which is great that's what you want yeah yeah absolutely that's been my experience no you said it perfectly all right well steve look it was great talking to you we have one more guest coming in very shortly but uh, anytime you want to come back man come back before the uh season finale absolutely thank you so much for having me again keep doing your thing and uh, i'll be listening Thank you, buddy. And tonight, 10 p.m. is uh, episode two. And uh, like like Matt does, watch it on Paramount Plus. Then you can go back and watch the first one, I'm, I'm guessing, right? Yes, you can All watch right. the first one. Also, they're still going to be playing the first one on, on CBS. But thank you, Matt, for mentioning that. Paramount Plus is streaming it. So you can check oh, those great, episodes man. out. Yeah. Awesome, Steve, man. I'm great talking to you, Steve. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Matt. buddy. We'll talk right. to you again, man. Thank you. Take care. Bye, you too. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. 
Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yeah, Matt, you're right. The uh, the streaming services are just easier because, again, if you want to go back and watch the first episode, it's right there. You know, Jimmy. Yes, buddy. He was a nice guy. I liked him a lot. He was great. I liked him too. I liked yeah. him right off the bat, especially when he said he liked me. I mean, that, that always it helps makes it a little easier when you realize he someone likes you to like them. The entry a little bit, a little bit. Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, I'm kind of a hermit. I don't like to leave my house a lot. I really just go to my school and go home. But I am excited for Marab this weekend. And I'm excited to be out there with Longo. And uh, Nas will be out there. Aljo will be out there. Um, maybe Raging Al. I'm going to say that because I hope he is out there. Yes. I miss, I miss some of my guys I don't see on a daily basis. You know, because, you know, life catches up with people um yeah i guess get busy you know guys get busy and uh it just becomes difficult to do the same thing you used to to do because you don't have the time anymore is al still doing um is he still doing real estate i imagine he'd be a oh, good real estate agent. he's a very personable guy yeah who'd you see i said raging al i imagine be a great real estate guy because he's so personable yeah man oh he's killing it with that he's I, I have no doubt yeah you know i can't believe that we had no like snow this season like what the fuck well, it's going to be cold coming up too. I got a, it's funny. I got an email from my terrace people. They're like, you want us to do the spring spruce up? And it's like, nah, I don't have faith in that yet. Uh, it's going to be shit. We have 20 in the twenties at the end of the week coming up. It's going to be a miserable freezing shit weekend. So yeah, well, I'll be away. I'll be in Vegas. Maybe getting some sun. Oh, okay. That's nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I got to go back up my guy. Oh shit. Oh, Ryan Spann's fighting on this. Yes, that's what I said before. The Krylov Spann fight is is on for that. Good man, I felt for him in that last one, man. When you they, what? I felt for him when they came. Oh, you fell for? He said I fell for him. I'm like what? Jimmy, I, <laughs> I didn't think what you said. Jimmy, I was not interested. I we we we're over six hundred shows and shit. Yeah. I wasn't interested in doing when they first offered me this podcast. I was not. Don't say nothing rude. No. I wasn't interested in doing it at first. Sure. You know, they threw some names around. I don't even know what you I can't hardly speak. Yeah. But, uh, and then they, they mentioned your name and I just knew. Yep. I just knew me and you would be like, become. I knew it would be fun too. Um, I didn't realize how long we'd be doing it. Like, I'm glad that it's, that it's kept going. Um, but yeah, I, I never know how long something is going to be or what kind of a shelf life it's going to have. I have no idea. And then next thing you know, we get a shout out from Dana. Once you think he's not giving a fuck, and all of a sudden he gives us a nice shout out on his Instagram, on Dana White's Instagram. Very nice. Talk about that earlier. And Alexander Romanov is in the waiting room. Matt, let's oh. bring him in. Co-main event. Co-main event. They call him King Kong. 
Welcome to the show. How are you feeling? Th- thank you. I'm feeling very well, but just uh, I arrived uh, just two days ago, and now I have a little bit uh, different with the hours. And but also, it's okay. a couple of days well, that I will be. You'll be good. Well, yeah. Jimmy Jimmy was bringing up your nickname, King Kong. And he was saying, he got, he was getting, he goes, Matt, say the line. I go, I don't want to say the line. He goes, say, do you know this line? King Kong ain't got nothing on me. What? No. What is that? All right. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered, Alexander. Good to see you. What is that line from? I've never heard that. It's from a movie. And anyway, Alexander. I don't, Alexander, do you know that line? I don't know that line. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you want to know, right. you want to know, sorry about that we're gonna to try to cut that out of this whole episode oh no we're not <laughs> now let me ask you alexander seriously where do we get that nickname king kong uh that was uh, that was after my uh, i think eighth of seventh uh my fight in my pro career when i uh have seat in full mount and uh, with a double hammer twist, I beat the, my opening. And after that, all my uh, fans say that, uh, okay, you will like, be king. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Now, you, uh, you, you look so great. You, you Obviously, you, you were 16-0, and 0 and you took the one setback against Tybora. But it was a, a, uh, a decision loss. It was a good fight. Um, how, how did you feel after that? And uh, what was your mentality once that fight was over? Is there anything you took from it? You know, um, I think that record is just uh, numbers. And uh, my mentality is good. And... Um, I think that everyone, uh, professional athlete, must look on this just uh, like a for, for a real job. For me, it's just a job, just a um, step back for the very good sprint. Yeah. So, so you started wrestling uh, at a very young age, around seven years old. Is that right? Yep. How did you get into that? Your family, your father? Or? Yeah, my father. My father is the coach. In in oh. in Moldo in my country, he's uh, he was uh, uh, in my town. He's a main coach in the wrestling, and uh, this what I wh- uh, why I have came in uh, wrestling gym. Now you uh, you're a very uh, well-rounded fighter of your of your wins. I think you had one decision. A win and, and and six TKOs and uh, nine subs. Is that correct? It's like you yep. you seem to be able to beat someone in any way in the cage. Uh, what do you, is there anything you've seen in Volkov that you think? Um, and again, I don't expect you to tell me your game plan, but is there anything you've seen in him historically that you think can be capitalized on? Uh, you know, it's uh, from stylistic. I. Uh, uh, Volkov, I think, will be very comfortable for uh, opening f- for me because he's a tall. It's much more easy to take him down because uh, I very like uh, to use the single legs, double legs, uh, body locks. And um, it's not a secret that my game plan will be with this opponent, just take him down and uh, to try to submit or make some TKOs on the ground. 
Yeah, and I think he has been subbed before too. Um, so I, 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 I asked it all, and I'm not sure how many more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of what everybody is expecting. Meaning you to try to take him down or to take him down. I, it's, I think in the first round I will take him down. It's hundred percent because I refresh and um, he no way. I, I every, every time with everyone my. Uh, open end, I I have take down in they in the first round. It's right. not a problem for me. Man, I hope he's practicing his sprawls. You know, I don't. I don't really hope that. I hope you do well. But anyway, Alexander, listen. Let me ask you something. Enough from all this fighting talk. What do you like to do on a day off? What do you like to do? Why? Well, you're no training, no no active rest by hiking a mountain or wrestling a bear. What do you like to do when there's a nice day off? A hobby of yours? Uh, I have a lot of hobbies. Uh, when I uh, stay at home with my family, we, um, we make walk in the forest. Um, we make some barbecues. I, sometimes I play on the bass guitar. Um, I like play soccer when I at home with my uh, kids, so nice. with the guys uh, who train with me together. That's, I'm an, in normal life, I'm a n- normal man. <laughs> that, that's nice. You know, yeah. you take a walk in the forest, play some soccer, and then you, you get everything pent up and then you fight in a cage. That's when you let out the not normal side. I'm sorry, Jimmy. When did you realize that this was going to be your path, the fighting is going to be your career? Uh, you know, I have started my fighting uh, career like a fighter. Uh, it was like a joke, uh, not a serious, because I have worked in a gym like a wrestling coach and a couple guys uh, make prepare, uh, I helped make preparing for the uh, national MMA uh, tournament. And um, the coach, striking, striking coach, um, said to me, okay, if you want to try, come on. I said, okay, let's go. I have won uh, three amateur fights. After that, um, the uh, company who make professional events and M- MMA in Moldova, Eagles Fighting Championship, they came and said, okay, if you want, you can try in the pro rules. I think, okay, no problem. I'll try. <laughs> and one fight, two, three, and I I make 11-0, and after that I have signed the contract with the UFC. <laughs> what does your dad think of this, being that he was your wrestling coach and he brought you up? What does he think of this 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 career that you have? One, what? Your, your, your father, your dad. Yep. What does he think of your your your, your fighting career? You know, uh, when I uh, came uh, home and said, uh, okay, father, I want to try to uh, fight in MMA. He said, are you serious? <laughs> Do you need this? Yeah. But um, I don't know. In our country, in this moment, uh, at that moment, um, MMA was, uh, you know, like um, something wild. Yeah, right. Yes, uh, um, a lot of people don't know uh, that uh, in in the cage we have uh, rules, we have uh, uh, some contracts. It's uh, that's legal and official, you know. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, a, a lot of uh, people think that um, in um, in a case we have not rules, you you can jump on the head. <laughs> this yeah. not. But but now they, it's okay. They they know they know they understand that more. I love uh, this this work. And what time is it where you? If you've only been there for two days, what time is it uh, back home? Like, what was the time difference when you left home? Ten ten hours difference. Ten is, is it earlier or later there? Uh, at home earlier. It's earlier. So. Yeah. Now you came this week. Do you normally come the week of a fight, and can you adjust that no, quickly? No, I, I uh, two two weeks ago I have came to the Maryland in Baltimore. I stayed at ho uh, at, in Baltimore. Um, okay. I made some uh, training there, but uh, yesterday I have came here uh, from Baltimore. But three hour difference. Three okay. Hour difference. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, that, okay. That's three hours. It's not a problem. Okay, you can do. You can make that adjustment. How long does it take you to adjust normally with a giant, uh, you know, say seven-hour time difference? Um, how long does that usually take you? Uh, I think that's uh, around the two weeks. Oh, it's a while. Yeah, because uh, uh, from first five, six days, you you think that you feel comfortable, but also uh, your brain is not work normal because of the uh, very big difference in the times. Right. And what do you think of the uh, the heavyweight division now? It's really gotten interesting. Uh, John Jones with an incredible, very very fast win over Cyril Gone. Yeah. Um, and you're fighting the number eight guy. So if you win, I'm assuming that flips you and him, uh, or maybe it knocks you to number eight. And when you look at the top seven, eight, nine guys, um, do you think there's another matchup for you? If you are to win this fight, uh, what is the matchup that you would like to take? And not even the fighter, but what, what, what place on the roster? Do you know? Uh, you know, now we, uh, we have a very interesting, um, moments in our division we have a new king and um now i wait um, the fight pavlovich uh, versus plates um, for me this uh, very interesting fight because i think if i will win this fight after that i can will fight who lose in this uh, from these two guys uh, uh, uh blades and uh, uh pavlovich yeah. yeah because i think that uh, who win he will have a title fight with the jones or or stipe um, or stipe yeah yeah whoever unless that fight is one of those that demands an instant rematch if it's one of those five round you know what I mean? Unless it's a fight that you like, like Valentin, unless there's an obvious rematch, you think the winner of Blades Pavlovich gets the title shot and you might get the winner of Pavlovich uh, Blades. You know, I, I think that uh, who win in the Pavlovich Blades will have a, a fight with the um, gun. Oh, interesting. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because uh, now I, I have uh, understand uh, the UFC will work uh, on the match uh, Stipe uh, with uh, Jones. Yes. Because Gon won't get another shot at Jones uh, because it was such a fast win. There's really no market for that at this moment. Maybe, you know, two years from now. But right now, even if Gon stays where he is, I think other guys will move ahead of him for shots at John yeah. Jones.
Well, look, you're uh, you're really doing very, very well. Um, and again, even in the loss, it was still a, a good fight for you. It, it was uh, so good luck on um, on Saturday in the co-main event. Um, you know, Volkov is not an easy fight. Very, very yeah. experienced guy. Uh, was he thirty-five and ten? I think he's so a forty-five professional. Yeah, forty-five professional fights and uh, thirty-five is wins. It's yeah. just respect from him. But when cage is closed, we will start our war. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have you have you have goals. He's in your way, so you got you got you got things to do. Thank you for joining us, uh, Alexander. I can't wait to see this fight. And uh, congratulations on getting the co-main event. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much. All right. All good right. talking to you, sir. Talk to you again. Take, Take care, care, buddy. Take care. That's good. I'm going to see him when I'm out there. Yes. And um, I'm going to go up to him at the buffet. I'm going to be tapping his shoulder. Hey, you remember me? He'll say no. I'm a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> what, would I, what would he say if I did that? Just like that. He'd probably hug you. You're Matt Sarah. I'll you. probably forget the King Kong line. Jim, remember what I said? I hope I hope I hope we forget that whole part. Remember oh, what I said no, no. about the shirt? How great the shirt looks? Looks great. I've been wearing it now for what do we do the show? An hour? Yep. Let me see pit stains. Let, let me see him. Let me wave to somebody over there. Hey! Oh my god. That's not good. No, hi, not everybody. at all. Yeah, no. Hey, oh hi. Hey, put your arm down. You're losing friends. Oh no. <laughs> right, listen, Jimmy. I'll talk to you this weekend, of course. Um, I'm going to be at the Fat Black Pussycat tonight and May 19th, Bethlehem, PA, May 20th, New Jersey. Hey, go, go uh, watch this fight. Marab Piotr Jan, I'm really jealous you're going to be there even though you're working. I've been yapping about this fight for a year. I've wanted this fight. I think it's a really interesting matchup. Jan is obviously a little tank, and he's coming off two, two losses, three out of four. Anyone is dangerous, but a guy like that looks like he might be fighting for his uh, continued survival in the division. So he's a dangerous guy. Marab has been great. Uh, I can't wait for this fucking fight, man. I cannot wait. Just like when we, we call each other off air and I get hyped up and I say, yeah. what time is it? What do you say? Machine time. Let's do it again. What time is it? 2.58. Machine time. Oh. Time. All right, listen. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, Let's give go. my best to Marab and I'll, I'll talk to you while you're out there. Love you, Jimmy. Goodbye, everybody. I love everybody. you, too, you little predictor. Bye, Matt. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.